Ever wondered if you've got a green thumb? If you're discovering gardening for the first time or have been doing it for years, you might be surprised to find out there are quite a few benefits to getting your hands in the dirt. This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 131. Coming up, we discuss the benefits of starting a garden. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small healthy habits we can start right now. And I'm your host, Chuck Gatica, and every other week we'll sit down with a certified expert and we discuss topics that cover nutrition, fitness, and a lot more. Today we're going green on this episode. We're diving deep into the benefits of getting outside, starting, maintaining your garden, with us today is the president of the Master Gardeners Association of Northwest Michigan, Sue Hudnut. Sue, good to see you again. Great to see you, Chuck. Thank you for having me back. Oh, sure thing. And I know for you, this has been a, a long process of being a gardener, not just master gardener. I don't mean just, uh, but, you know, that kicks it up several notches. But this has been a, a passion of yours for many, many years, right? Yeah, actually... I think I've been a gardener my whole life, Chuck. I used to watch my mom garden. She was a big gardener. She used to plant a lot of flowers in our yard. And I also was kind of a little crazy kid back in the 70s. And I was very interested in how plants started and how seeds started. So I was always sticking things in the ground and watch them pop up. And you got to learn what was a weed and what you were actually trying to grow. I love it. It is interesting because these resurgences tend to come along. Sometimes they're a bit of a fad, like, are you talking to your plant? Remember that one? back? Yeah. Maybe that was the 70s. I don't know. But, you know, here we are again where social media trends coming through and out of the pandemic, you know, indicate that acquiring plants, creating gardens has been a growing trend over the past couple of years. So we had to, in many ways, stay home. We had to socially distance maybe from people, but not our plants. And so this passion of maintaining plants and gardens doesn't appear to be falling away anytime soon, at least from what we're seeing. No, and from what I'm seeing, especially here, I live in Traverse City now, there's a big resurgence in houseplants with younger people. And there was a couple of houseplant stores actually here, and people are into trading them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Trading like whole plants or cuttings? What do you mean? Yeah. You know, you can use social media and have your own page and people are looking for certain plants and people trade cuttings and trade plants. It's very interesting. I I love it. Well, some of the statistics are kind of mind-blowing when you look at the sheer numbers of people. So this one is according to a study conducted by the National Gardening Association. It says there were 18.3 million new gardeners, Sue, in 2021 with significant growth in younger generations. So you're seeing that inside. Are you seeing more folks going outside, Gen Zs, millennials, all the rest? Absolutely. And I think the pandemic really did have a lot to do with it. A lot of people were starting gardens again outside because, you know, you had to distance from all your friends and you had to do something with your hands. And I think kids or younger people today are, you know, they're a lot more green than, you know, we've learned a lot over the years. There's so many benefits to gardening. It reduces, you know, your stress. It reduces anxiety. It improves your mental health. When I was in my corporate life, I used to come home and I was exhausted, but 
one of the things that I always did was just go out and weed for an hour. Yeah. It was kind of mindless, you know, but it, it took a lot of the stress out of your life. You know, you're just, you've got a routine and you're just doing something and it, it really improved your mental health, I think. Well, isn't that something that so many of us, maybe all of us, really are in search of, whether we can articulate it or not, this idea that if you can find something, in your case, I, I'm just going to call this a passion, it seems like it is, but if you can find something and get in that flow, right, where time literally just disappears, for me, gardening does the same thing, and I think mine is more landscape gardening. I haven't gotten into vegetables and stuff yet, but I'll come back to that in a minute. So I can go out there and just get filthy and soaked with a hose or who knows whatever happens. And it, I, uh oh, two hours, we got to go. I better run and get a shower. Time evaporates. Absolutely. And I really relish that. I really love that idea. And you know what? When you're outside, you're getting all that fresh air and oxygen. And that really, that changes your mental state. That sunshine, fresh air just invigorates you. And we're kind of focused on plants right now, but I know, what have you got, like 11 acres up in northwest Michigan? Yeah, we've got 11 acres out here, and we just planted four trees to add to our other six that we planted in the fall, and then we got 10 more coming. What size do you plant a tree? What size? Because I planted some bigger ones thinking that's the best idea, and the wind came along this winter, and now they're all kind of like, and they're big ones. So I'm thinking my new MO should be plant smaller specimens and let them really root. And then as they grow, they'll be better able to deal with the wind, you know? Well, I'm kind of frugal. So I buy the smaller ones. We have to put cages around them because of the deer, but we also have a couple of conservancy organizations up here who do tree sales every year. And you can buy, you know, 10 baby trees for $25 or whatever. So that's what we're trying to do. You know, when's the best time to plant a tree? Now. It takes 20 years for them to get big, but 20 years goes by kind of fast sometimes. Well, yeah, but tell me if I'm wrong here. Like an evergreen, that's about a foot a year and maybe more in some cases, right? So even a little one and a half, two foot seedling, if you will, or little sapling, it's going to go pretty quick. It does. And I just read that white pines, which is the tree of Michigan... White pines grow three feet a year. Wow. But I have also noticed, because I have planted a lot of evergreens as well, the first two years go slow because they're putting all their energy into building their root structure. Oh, okay. But once they do that, then they take off. And yeah, they, they can grow pretty fast. But then again, you're out there digging in the dirt, getting in that fresh air, being in the sunshine, making you feel good. Well, and there's this phrase that's been bantied around, right? You're a plant parent. And, you know, when you're dealing with a baby tree, I mean, it's just up there. It's the way I think of it. I know that's a seedling, sapling, whatever it is. You really are planting it and you're starting to care for something way more than maybe, a you know, an oak that's been standing there for 50 years. I mean, you love the tree, but it's not the same as you put it in, you know. Oh, and that's true with all the plants, especially... Yeah. Not only trees, but the flowers that you plant and your vegetables. Like I was in Detroit over the weekend and I needed my neighbor to come by. I have a hoop house and that's where I start all my vegetable plants. And I started them back in the middle of March. And so they have to be watered on a daily basis. So I had my neighbor come over and water while I was gone. But just being gone for three, four days, I couldn't believe how 
big they grew in just that time. And it's like, oh, my little plants, you know, oh, I'm nurturing my little plants. They're getting big. Now I've got them outside today. I'm going to have them outside every day this week to harden them off, to get them ready to put in the ground. Yeah. And what is that process when you say that? So you're going to acclimate them to the chill, right? So they're going to get hardy? Right. So they've been in my hoop house since middle of March. And so they're in a, a structured place where there's no real wind blowing on them or cold. You know, it, it does get cold at night. It's not a heated hoop house. That would be a greenhouse. But I have heat mat. So the plants are on these mats that are heated, and that keeps the soil warm, and that's how I can germinate the plants. But then you have to put them outside for about a week, so that acclimates them to the colder air and in the wind, and it helps them. It's called hardening off. So by growing a garden, you know, you're eating something that is super fresh, and you grew it. And what if you're a newbie? So, you know, this episode is dropping May 11th. So we're, you know, April showers are bringing a podcast episode, right? So we're getting ready to do all kinds of things. If you would encourage those of us who it's new to us, we really would like to get going, but we don't want to jump in the deep end of the pool. What are the couple, three, four things we could start to grow this season? Tomatoes come to mind, but I'm sure there are other things that we could really say, look, I did that. It's working. You know, it's not a fail. Well, depending on your space and where you live, you know, you could start almost anything. Tomatoes, of course, are easy. Cucumbers, beans, beets, carrots, you know, all those things. May 11th is a little bit early for tomatoes and peppers and things like that. I think in the past, you and I had talked about cold weather vegetables and warm weather vegetables. Like now, the plants I'm hardening off they're going to go on the ground today is April, what, 24th. Those are your brassica type vegetable plants, cabbage, onions, kale, leeks, carrots, spinach, radishes. Those types of vegetables, they can take cooler weather. They like it to be a little bit cooler. Then you kind of want to wait until June 1st until you plant your tomatoes and peppers and eggplants and in your warmer weather vegetables. So you have plenty of time if you're listening to this podcast on May 11th, you have plenty of time to still get out there. And if you already have a little plot or you're going to dig up a little plot, or if you're even going to do stuff in pots, you have plenty of time to do that. Yeah, I think by May 11th, all the people who are selling those seedlings are probably out selling them now. And then if you do want to jump out into the landscape garden, this is kind of a good time now to deal with splitting things like hostas, right? I mean, if you want to get to that, to you can kind of pull out that big, you know, foot and a half round deal and split them into a million parts and replant them, right? Yeah. All your perennials are coming up right now. So if you go out in your landscape garden and you start identifying where things are, right now is the perfect time to be splitting things and moving things around when it's still cool and the ground is moist and then we've got all this beautiful rain coming down. Well, I've got to tell you, before we wrap things up here, I'm excited about a new project and I literally just got my little containers yesterday. So I put the grill on the deck and I put it right next to where I didn't build this, but they built a kind of a seat on the deck and they left this uh, 
I don't know, it's a good 85, 90-inch long uh, well. Where I looked at it, I thought, oh, I need rectangular, you know, plastic boxes to put in there. And my intention, Sue, is to put in chives or I'm, I'm just going to research the herbs, Herb, and decide what can I plant that literally, it's not just farm to table. It's going to be farm right to the grill or farm, sprinkle it on the, you know, whatever I'm cooking. And so I've got to figure that out. But I, I'm telling you, I am so excited that these things showed up yesterday. And it was like, a, I don't know. $12 investment. And my wife said, it's like Christmas for you. I said, I know. It's, I just can't believe how excited I am about getting on this idea. And it's really great to have an herb garden very close to your house like that. So you can just step outside the door with your little snips. Just clip it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're always learning things from you. If we start to wrap things up, give us some encouragement now about, I don't know, what would someone want to do? What are the takeaways for getting out and gardening? Well, you got to get out there, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to start something to begin it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to know that you're going to go outside, you're going to improve your mental health, you're going to get exercise, you're going to get exposure to soil. And there is also a study about getting your hands dirty and in the dirt, that there are bacteria in the soil that stimulates your serotonin, which gives you a sense of well-being and happiness. So the more you get out there, the happier you will be. Well, that's good advice to wrap things up. Sue, it's good to see you. Uh, watch out for the bees. I know you've got the bees there. Right. Do you ever reach in and just eat the honey right out of there? Do you? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of hard because you have the little veil on and everything, so you've got to kind of take <laughs> yeah. that off. But yeah, yeah, honey from the hive is awesome. Oh, that's great. Well, take good care of yourself. I hope we see you again soon. Great, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Joining us today, president of the Master Gardeners Association of Northwest Michigan, Sue Hudnut. She's always just filled with such wisdom about gardening and all the rest. Thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show and you want to know more, you can check us out. We've got a lot of great episodes, including some with Sue as well. Go online to ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave us reviews or ratings on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can get to the new episodes. And again, as I mentioned, the old episodes, take them with you on your walk, maybe while you're gardening. There you go. You can do that on your smartphones or tablets and be sure to subscribe to us. Hit that button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Chuck Gatica. Be well. <laughs>